This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Richard? How are you? Happy holidays, babe. Oh my gosh. Happy holidays to you. We haven't seen each other for at least two weeks. I know. I know. Let me put my little things on. At least two weeks. It feels like forever, but you write books now when you're not seeing me. <laughs> That's right. Wait. You were just on George Norrie. Yeah, I was. I was. I was on Coast to Coast uh, Tuesday night, and I spoke for two hours. You know, it's a it's a little bit like our podcast because I, you and I both have this experience where we start talking, and then right. time goes by, and then it's over, and then you're like, "What did I talk about? I don't. You don't remember a thing." I am so happy that it's recorded <laughs> because I don't. My friends are like, "You have no idea what you do and the impact because you don't remember." I'm like, I know. That's true. And the, but the other thing is like in coast to coast, you know, they have a service so you can sign in and, you know, pay to be part of their membership and stuff. So I, I don't have a link to that, to those, those brought, you know, so I don't know what I said. I mean, I could ask them, you know, to send me a copy. I just never do. Right. So I have no idea. And you know, all I could, I do remember that George said a few times, that's great. That's really interesting. And so he must have liked it. How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? Ooh. It was spectacular. Mm -hmm. I cooked a lot. That's a lie. I did a lot of dishes. It was amazing. And that's and I listened to your book, your new book, which I love. Oh, you're so helpful. sweet to say so. No, people are very interested in councils. They're very interested in like, like I always laughed about you know, I would tell Freddie and my, my my husband, I would say, you know, there's an enormous executive committee that I, I believe just fired me because I'm so <laughs> whenever I get in my head, it's just, you know, I can I can hear them just like, oh, she's so exhausting to me. <laughs> you know. That's hilarious. But well, it's true. We have executive committees. We have these councils that have been watching over us since we started incarnating. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a fascinating topic, mainly because, you know, it showed up in the research, let's say, when I first interviewed Michael Newton, he was talking about these councils of elders, and then they showed up every time somebody did a hypnotherapy session, and then the book came out of this idea of doing an experiment. Hey, what it, go ahead. Sorry. The one is like, what? Me, 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 me. Okay, skip <laughs> down. Rich, don't talk about All your right. book. Go no, ahead, no, Lou. No, I want to talk about your book. So just give me a second. Oh, oh she's Lou, mentioned, she's talking about the book. Hold on. <laughs> I love that. I love that Lou interrupted me to go. Stop. Well, she's like, me, 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 pick me for the book. Okay, hold on a second. That's brilliant. Because it's so important that people know that they're not alone, especially over the holidays. It's so important for people to know they're not alone, especially over the holidays. So let's ask Luana. Luana's here, please. Much wow. more interesting person than me, my story. But Luana, what was your opinion of my story? What did you think? What, were you listening in to my, you know, talking to George Nuri, or what was your impression of that, if She's, any? The whole class was in there on what uh -huh. not to say. But yes, no, of course. She's laughing because she, she can kid around like that with you. I know. So was she feeding me uh, answers? Because I don't remember what I said. That's wonderful. She also said Prince did. She said there was a bunch of people that fed answers to you, depending oh, on what questions were. But they very. were also, so hold on a second. Michael Newton was there taking notes. 
Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny about that because I, I didn't know that he was an inveterate note taker. And when we when we first spoke to him, he said, you know, I'm over here taking notes. And when I talked to one of the people who knew him really well, he said, oh, my gosh, that was what he did all the time. He loved to take notes. OK, so I don't know that, but he's yeah, I didn't notes, know that either. But he's also taking notes how fast you're doing it, like how fast you're getting people to count to their councils. He um, he didn't know that was possible when he was here, but he also wanted a lot more. He was recording everything and getting data. So he he show me again. He. He didn't go in deeper than what you do. He just elongate, like make it. He made it more so he can get more information. I guess more information. That absolutely. And the only thing we've been doing is shortening it because because it really was long time ago. I don't know how many years ago. Eight years ago, when he showed up while you and I were doing a session, and we asked him to give us a because I was going on coast to coast radio eight years ago, and and I said I today's our anniversary. Our friendship. Is it really? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. I Here listened to you on Thanksgiving. I think today is like our anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. Eight, happy anniversary. Friend Eight of years of listening to my dulcet tones. But and our, us doing this sort of thing that we're doing, which is yeah. trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in the flip side. But we asked Michael, give us a simple one, two, three. And he said, if you want to talk to somebody on the flip side, he said, say their name, ask them questions. He said, there's only two. And I said, well, wait a second. How do people know if it's real or not? He said, well, when you get an answer before you ask the question, then you'll know you've made a connection. Now, I've been telling that to people since he told us that. And just recently on Quora, I've gotten people who have reported that they've tried this method, this idea of picture yourself in a boat on a river, and then going to their council and asking questions. I, I read this today. Right. Saw that they like it was perfect. They actually used it for a client of theirs. Yeah, they used it for a client of theirs, and and then this other woman actually said uh, that she asked her counsel what she needed to work on, and they all said together patience, and she you know she really heard it. Um, and then I got to mention that the uh, Ken Russell was a famous film director. Uh, you might not have known as work but i just i saw his film the devils with oliver reed many years ago he also did tommy and some other great movies but ken russell a prolific director um had passed away like in 2011 2012 and so i got a, a post from his wife who said that she was talking to him on the flip side and he showed her a martini glass and she was like what are you drinking over there? Like, what was that about? And he said, no, look this guy up, Richard Martini. Literally That's said, my beautiful. name, Richard Martini. Then she looked me up, found me on Quora, and sent me a note. My husband told me to reach out and see what you're talking about. I mean, how weird is that? Not that weird. <laughs> Not in our world. Not in our world. Like, I get to, so I know my client won't care, but I get to talk to Steve Jobs today. Oh, you did? Oh, fabulous. Oh, no, how I, is Steve? I get, I get to. There's two clients today. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Family. And so I'm like, I get to talk to him today. How great is that? But we, again, we've talked to him before I even had a connection to his family. And they found me completely from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, you know, and so it's just so fascinating what, I don't even know why I said that. I said that because I'm actually going to ask him a question about the iPhone, but that's, that's totally different. And I well, like, for people tuning in for the first time and perhaps the last, 
Um, yeah. Jennifer and I have been talking to people on the flip side for eight years, weekly, almost. And early on, uh, there was a moment when she went, he's here. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why? And Jennifer didn't know him. She knew people who knew him. Right. I didn't know him. But of course, I wanted to ask him specific questions about his last words, you know, when he said, oh, wow, oh, wow. And he gave us what, you know, what that what that was happening while it was happening, what he was seeing and experiencing. And then as time has marched on, he's come through quite a few times where he yeah. talks about not, you know, not the mundane things of day to day, you know, how my, you know, my iPhone doesn't work. Uh, you know, forgive me, you are going to ask him that. But at the same time, it's it's a really about the bigger picture, about right. creativity, about saving the planet, about so many other issues. Because you have this brilliant mind that hasn't stopped functioning, and you can access him and ask him questions. Yeah, and the biggest thing he's taught me, and I'll say this, you know, like I when I saw somebody that was connected to him, I said, you know, that morning. And some of you might have heard this before. I said, you know, if this is really Steve Jobs, such and such, I'm like, show me a sign. And then I forgot about it. And then later on, I was talking to another client. I'm like, hey, why am I seeing that? I'm like, are you looking at a picture? She goes, yeah, I'm looking at a picture with my son. I'm like, can, I'm, can you tell me what that picture is about? And she goes, we're on the red carpet. My son was in the movie, the Steve Jobs movie. Oh, wow. He played his counterpart. And I'm like, what? Well, well, and then I got shown that I was supposed to get a sign that very morning, you know, for That's it. Funny. I'm like, what did you say? She goes, yeah, my son played his partner in the movie Steve Jobs. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then later on, you know, when I got to it was his daughter, I'm like, can we just She goes, yes, this is my dad. My dad is Steve Jobs. And I'm like, oh, OK. And I'm like, I just want to say, hey, I see an apple. I'm looking at my Mac. I'm looking down at <laughs> or whatever but they again it's about signs and so the reason why i said the reason why i said that i'm sorry about that the reason why i said that had to do with the fact that he his biggest thing is believe it like i didn't believe that i was talking to steve jobs it took his family member his daughter to make me believe i was talking to him which to is so realize crazy. yeah it, it realize is that. And he's like it just, but how many client, how many people that we talk to that eventually their families find us in different mediums? Yeah, it's mediums, true. Right? And it is, it is weird because, of course, Jennifer and I are in our little time frame as we go eight years on, and they're outside of time. So for them to show up four months later, right. six, even years later, to answer a question that we had three years ago, which has happened to us. So, Luana, we have you. I don't want to waste the time uh, with not ha asking you questions. Is there someone that you want us to talk to, or have you brought hey, a topic? No, I'm gonna, she just made me feel the song. Again, these are learning moments. She made me feel the song, Raindrops on Roses and Whiskers on Kittens, Color Packages and Warm Woolen Mittens. These are a few of my favorite things. So, Lou. Is there someone associated with the sound of music sound that you hold on? Is it somebody that I know that's associated with the sound of music? Who's the guy that played the husband of Oh uh uh Miss Andrews? It's yes. Okay. They're putting him in my head. So let's Okay, very good. And he did pass away recently. Oh, he did. I don't and, 
and I will use the internet. Uh, Christopher Plummer, I will use the internet to access that. Now, Luana, does Christopher Plummer want to come through and talk to us? Yes. Okay, very good. Thank you, sir. And what would you like to talk about? Because, of course, I do ask simple questions like, Christopher, when you passed away, who was there to greet you? Give me a second. So I know that somebody from Fleetwood Mac passed away recently. Correct. correct. Christine McVie, yeah. Um, so when I ask about, when I ask him, like, what do you want to talk about? She pops in. So I just need to figure out what that has to do with anything. Okay, I know she good. passed away. But, well, um, Luana, if she wants to come and talk to us, it might be too soon, but maybe she does. I don't know. But let's start with Christopher. Chris, oh, they're both Chris's. This is what's happening again. She's just observing, but because they're observing, remember what happened with Kobe? When he yes. observed, he kept popping in, but they're not, it's not that they want to talk. They don't know, they're trying to figure out. They don't know this process. Yeah, we also did that right. with, uh, we've had other people show up, uh, no point in naming them, but they show up to see this process because Luana helps them organize their thoughts so that they can transmit them to Jennifer and Jennifer translates what the questions are. And then I ask the goofy questions that I ask everybody and they, so yeah. she's going to observe and Christine, you're always welcome to talk to us and perhaps you want to jump in later on, but let's start with Chris Plummer. Later on, a couple of weeks. So Chris, okay, hold on a second. What does Ian McGregor have to do with it? I don't know this, but I just got Ian McGregor. I got the sound of music being done again. Oh. <laughs> which is interesting. But for whatever reason, we're just putting that out there. I have no idea. Um, um, all right. Wait a second. Hold on. There, I, You know, this is the weird thing about the uh, internet. So apparently, Ian McGregor did a song called The Sound of Music. What? I win. Uh, and it was featured in the movie Moulin, Moulin Rouge, directed by Baz Luhrmann. Oh, interesting. Okay. So is that what he wants to talk about, Chris? Is that what you want to you want to talk about, Ewan McGregor's version of that song? I mean, or what? let's ask you a question. No, I had no idea about No, I, did, I didn't either. I'm looking, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. But, I but, think this is hilarious that that's being a connection. Just give me a second with that. Um I just found out that Ian McGregor was in Star. My husband wanted to kill me because he loved Star Wars. I'm like, I had no idea. And he's, I just want to call him tonight, by the way. That's hilarious. Okay. I cannot believe I'm even talking about this. this is so My dad's upset with me too because I don't know all the Star Wars and like all the things that are in between and the aftermath. Like, I don't, I'm really, I it's want. It's allowed. It's allowed. Okay. I feel like my life is Star Wars, really. So I don't really need to watch it. Um, Okay, hold on. Okay, so he showed me, and he's. I feel like Ian McGregor's going to do Sound of Music. There's going to be something about that. I have no idea, but we're saying it here. Okay. And, and he showed me, like, Spirited, which, of course, I'm in love with Ryan Reynolds. That's not a – everybody knows that. Um, I don't ever want to be with him. It has nothing to do with that. I love Blake. I love his daughters. It has nothing to do with that. I have this weird thing. It's just a weird thing. But that being said, he is, like, Spirited took in – you know, the Grinch and took in like all the things that for the movie spirited with Will Ferrell, they combined it with, you know, it's a wonderful life 
combined with, you know, um, just a bunch of Christmas stuff and they put it into one movie. It's on Apple. I highly recommend it. It's amazing. So they showed me that, like, it's going to be an updated version of Sound of Music. Okay. But Chris, let's talk about you. So uh, you were wonderful in the film Knives Out, which was one of our favorite uh, fan favorite films. Ryan Johnson directed you in that. So when you crossed over, what was that like for you? Were you aware that? <laughs> Sorry. Because it sucked. I didn't want to go. <laughs> and who was there to greet you? Oh, everyone. Julie. Feels like. Is Julie con? I'm sorry. I don't know. You mean Julie Andrews? Yeah. Uh, no. no. Julie's here, but you know, your higher self is over there. No, 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 no. I thought it was Julie. Give me a second. I'm not trying to. Hold on. Olivia Newton John. Okay. I don't Seems know. I know that, but I don't know why. I don't know if they even knew each other. Sorry, but... don't don't judge it. Um, but so, who made you realize that there was an afterlife? Let's put it that way. He said he did. He knew there always was. He always knew it. And so, when you crossed over, how uh, so? For, so you were greeted by other actors. Is that true, or or friends, or family? Family, family, family. Yeah. And. And then at some point, how did Luana come into your consciousness and your awareness? Because you kind of get sucked in because everybody knows and knows and knows. Like it just, it's six degrees. <laughs> six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Without Kevin, but Luana. Six degrees of Luana Anders. So, and by the way, for the audience tuning in. Uh, the title of the book. Luana is our friend uh, who passed away in 1996, who turned me on to this research from the other side, and then eventually became sort of our moderator of our classroom on the flip side. So Christopher, who this, are you? So what, they're, what, he's, what they're both trying to do, what I feel they're trying to do is trying to get us through the holidays and trying to give us the best way to look at the holidays and to look at, because it's it can either be very sparkly and bright or very dark and-, and I understand, so both of them want to emphasize the idea that your loved ones are still here, they can still right. communicate with you, they're okay, no matter how they left the stage, they're all fine, is that correct? Correct. So, and, and the idea of bringing Christopher Plummer, who was a very beloved person, you know, The Sound of Music, I know he didn't like that movie so much. Let me ask you, I'm gonna ask you, uh, Christopher, have you talked to Bob? Is that the director of Sound of Music? I thought yes, how did you know that? How did you know that? Do you know the name of the director? Okay, no, I do. He didn't get along with the director. That's what he said. Okay, but have you talked to him since you've been on the flip side? No. <laughs> well, let's invite him. Yes. Let's invite him. No, hold on. He's laughing. He's joking. He it was over something so stupid, but he didn't like. He didn't like. I, I maybe it had to do with the Nazis during the movie. He didn't like. <laughs> don't, don't judge it. Let's ask Bob to come forward. Bob I'm is a, judging it. That's what he's showing me. He, but he's a but Bob was a cranky guy. So I'm just saying I knew him. He was the guy who directed that film. Uh, I worked on something with him. But let's can, Chris. Can we ask? Can we invite Bob to was come it in? Angelina Jolie. No. Like, can we invite Bob Robert to come in and see us briefly, just to say hello or? Give me a second. Luana knows what I'm talking about. They all do. I'm the one that doesn't. Just give me a second so <laughs> I can put it together and make sure that that's what they want. Um, 
Okay. They're going to utilize this time as you are doing to express how things that happen here are not necessarily necessarily what they take with them over there. Okay. And so and the reason I wanted to invite Robert Wise is because I knew him and he was always generous to me, but I know that he had a number of feuds with different, including Orson Welles. So Rob, so Robert Wise is, has not, you guys haven't spoken to each other. No, they have. He was laughing about that when he talked about it. Okay. All right. The thing though, you just said Orson, you just brought in like a whole Pandora's box of people. I don't understand it. Because <laughs> we've, talked, we've talked to Orson before. And Robert Wise was the guy who edited Citizen Kane and then eventually took over a movie called The Magnificent Ambersons where he took over from Orson. And I was going to direct a script that Orson had written for RKO Pictures. And Did Robert, he get kicked out? Because I feel like he kicked him out. That's and what happened was Robert said, uh, there's no point in doing this movie just because Orson wrote it. Right, Orson wasn't right. that talented. So that ended the project. But anyway, okay. that was my, so I know he had feuds with different people. Anyway, I, that's why that's my connection to Christopher. But Christopher, your daughter's a fantastic uh, actress. Have you reached out to her? Have you talked to her? She's here on this side. But yeah. have you two daughters though, or one that's like a daughter? Could too? be because I feel like there's two of them that are in the entertainment industry. Okay, one might be a producer, the other one might be an actress. Okay. Uh, I know he's got at least one. So she's an actress. She was uh, in okay. a number of movies. Right. It could be somebody that she knows or somebody that. Um, hold on a second. What was the question again? Who were you surprised to see on the flip side, Christopher? His director, Robert, I guess, or that guy. Okay. And why? Be were because you just figured you wouldn't run into him or? <laughs> I didn't know he could be kind. Okay, that's important, and, and it is in the topic so that we're talking also, about. He's also saying that he did a lot of philanthropy. I feel like Robert did a lot of philanthropy work, but one-on-one, -on -one, he was just an asshole. So whatever, <laughs> like, so he did things different. He just did things his way, uh, clearly. Yeah, but, he, also West Side Story, that was his film as well. So, and wow. Star Trek, you know, he was a big-time director. Listen, he was a sweetheart to me. What can I say? Uh, I met his son. I think he's a sweetheart. I think that they didn't get along because of something that happened. Like, I know, I didn't know any of this. Of course, I have no idea that he was in a fight with his director. That's what he's saying to me. There's no way I could have known that. I didn't, I don't either. I didn't know that, but it's interesting to hear because, and what, what. The whole Ian McGregor thing about the sound of music. That's. Well, I think he's reinforcing who he is. You see, to, right. to sort of talk about it. But the point that they're trying to make, your loved ones on the other side are still connected to you. So even if you had a beef with them or a falling out or something that was said that you wish you regret that you didn't resolve it, that's another way of showing they resolve it on the flip side. They resolve it. This It's like, he just, oh, that's so interesting. He showed me like going into a different room and then everything just, like you said, dissolving. But then it reminded me of the origins of species, origins of spirit, when I was shown how we get dissolved into each other, how our DNA, like we don't know where we are in this grand scheme of things called life, right? Yeah, we, on like, stage. 
he made me feel like he's like, you don't know where you are. And I'm like, what? And he was right. I like, wait a second. I, I think I'm here, but do I know? Him so to unpack what Jennifer's saying, right. she has spoken to Charles Darwin because she did a reading for one of his relations, somebody. Right. And he talked to her about how origin of species was originally going to be called origin of spirit because he's a very, was a spiritual person and still is. And so that idea of, of understanding where we are on the planet, we're trying to navigate the planet. And what Christopher is saying, you really don't know where you are. You think you're, you know, on earth and blah, blah, blah. We don't realize we're in a realm. We're right. on stage. So the best way to be is being connected to oneness because then you know you're everywhere. That's what they're saying. That and was being, so interesting. He's being like, aware that we're all connected. Being aware that we're all connected so you don't have to worry about where you are. Ah, very good. Okay. Kind of a Excellent. Um, and so, Christopher, is that what you wanted to come? You wanted to talk about relatives. Were there relatives that you had trouble with that you found on the flip side or not really i felt like an uncle he didn't know or didn't get along with but um and he got in fights with his dad over his mom i'm not um i don't know this is just what i'm feeling again it's interpretation uh -huh. he said relatively speaking i had a great life i just and i loved acting he goes i think the actors and why this is actors are become successful if they love what they do is because they get interesting show me again besides being being disconnected to who you are by playing another person he says you have to know who you are to do it you have to know who you are in order to do it in order to do it to bring it through, to bring another person through. You have to find yourself in the actor or you have to find yourself in the person that you're- That, that you're portraying. I know the Luana, who was a consummate actor, that, and you know, she's been in over 300 movies and TV shows. She got so caught up in characters that she played that she would take on their physical health, whatever that was. He would be, you know, she would sort of tap into who they were. Well, do you want, Luana, do you want to talk about that at all? What he's saying, Christopher's saying about being a good actor? It's how you, be, actors are good empaths. Because you have to feel what the other character is like. And so if you're doing that constantly, you're just going to pick up on people that you don't like or pick up on people that, you know. Well, you're picking up on, on that character of that person. You know, and of course, people who play bad guys in movies, They'll say, you know, I had, I have to find some good in this person. Go ahead. What was that? What was that? Who wants to come through and talk to us, Lou? I just saw Heath Ledger. Okay, very good. Please come through. You didn't ask me who played, you know. Please. Okay, but let's get, let's get down. He, I know somebody that worked with Heath. He was a makeup artist. Um, it was a very kind fella, and. So Heath, let's, I, I don't think we've, have we spoken to you before, sir? No, but he says that that makeup artist saved him a couple of times by making, I don't know why, but he says. I understand, I know what he means. Okay, and then he's sharing with me that um, in regards to acting and portraying someone, he said it was an easy role for him because he was already there. 
but you can't get out of like there's a time limit to get out of things or to snap out of things and he just he had his own like demons i guess you well it. from from what I, the makeup artist told me at the time is that you were working on that movie sort of non-stop 24 7 and they were working until you were constantly up all night and i know they gave they let you take some medicine ambient to to help you sleep but you were also taking other medications and apparently now correct me if i'm wrong the process was that you had taken a full round of your uh whatever you're supposed to be taking and then you woke up forgetting that you had taken them and took them again is that what happened not a, so jennifer tapped her nose that means that's correct so Heath, what do you want to say to let's first ask your family? <laughs> fucked up is what he said. Well, well okay. He loves his family. He says his daughter did his daughter remarry or something, or did someone get married? Uh, it's I know I think his daughter's younger than that, but still, it doesn't matter. But still, you're connected his to wife her or his wife. His well, daughter. the the mother of his daughter, uh, Michelle, who was in the new Spielberg film. I don't know that. I have you no don't know that, but her name is Michelle Williams. Is there anything you want to say to Michelle? I'm just curious. He's proud of her. Incredible. He's proud of her. Okay, very good. And your daughter as well? Is that what you're trying to say? They stay away from people that remind. Hold on. She hears me, he says. And his daughter or his wife? Both of them. I mean, his, uh, the mother of his daughter. <laughs> they both hear you. Okay, very good. Are you... He's incredible. Like he's shown that he's incredibly sorry for what happened because she was so afraid it was going to happen. She warned him. She tried to get him help, and she, rightfully so. Um, I, I don't want to say it on there, but um. Well, I'm under. I'm, I think I, once he said, "Life is too short to not love the ones who fearlessly love you." Life is too short to not love the ones who fearlessly love you. Are you familiar with uh, your fellow Australian, Philip Noyce, Heath? I don't know if you knew Philip or not. Yeah, he did. He did a movie for him, or he's an extra in a movie for him. Oh, he, yeah. Um, but I, anything for Philip, because I might see Philip over the holidays. Thank you. He's saying thank you, thank you. He believed <laughs> Like there was something about Philip believing in him. And he says he kind of put him on it. He said he he either must have okay, thank you. Hold on a second. He kind of kicked him out in a way or did something that made him get his act together, it feels like. Okay. Um, he believed in him and he knew it. There was okay. something about him having to give tough love about it though, too. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I know. I think you were going to do a, a film uh, with called with Philip called Dirt Music. So you, they worked together on it for some amount of time. I don't. I don't. I think it got made later on. Um, all right. Very good. Heath. Was, uh, go ahead. When he got his act together, but it took Philip telling him to get his act together because he saw a lot. He saw a lot of train wrecks apparently. So who was there to greet you when you crossed over, Heath? <laughs> our number one talk show host over there jimmy <laughs> um, really are you serious that's 
Lou, is he teasing us or is this like well, somebody? I can't, I can't tell if he's teasing us because it was just, but this is the thing. Give me a second. This is interesting. He's sharing with me that he went over. It was another easy, like an easy landing. Transition, yeah. He says that he was at a Lenny Kravitz concert, and I believe with Michelle. They were at a Lenny Kravitz concert. And as they were as they were at the concert, let me just make sure I'm getting this right, okay? Hold on. Sure. And then Jimi Hendrix came on. Why they were at the Lenny Kravitz concert, and that's when he knew something was wrong. Yeah, like why is he here? And do you remember what he was playing? Or you remember the song he played? I yeah. always like to ask that. I don't know. Something with sunshine. I don't know. I just saw some... <laughs> sunshine. Okay. Very I don't know. good. Show me sunshine in the background. So it was this like part of the oh, album. Oh. It was an album cover, like a weird, like a sun with different colors, rays. Oh, okay. I think I know which one he's talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, and so who were you surprised to see over on the flip side, Heath? Oh, all his animals. Like all his animals, it feels like from when he was younger, and then, and I feel like he's saying his unborn sister. So there's something that had to do with a sister that. Very powerful. Yeah, and he said that, um, that she was okay and that everything was fine. Very powerful. And what was so that so you're saying you met a sister who hadn't been born. But you knew that she was your sister. She wasn't there on earth, but she was here with him at the same age she would have been if she was born. Was she a twin or just a sister? I'm sorry to ask, but it's one of those things we can look up. It feels like a sister that was from a different marriage or a different relationship. Okay. Um, anything you want to say to your family who course the they still exist aside from your you know he's relationships. just so happy for him you can feel their happiness and he what's knows, a and what's a way to connect with you he knows that they're honored he knows that they're honoring him that they're honoring him i know that they have like a they do have some kind of a, a foundation in on his behalf okay. so what's a good way for people to connect with you heath ask <laughs> And uh, Christopher, I'm going to go back to you. I don't want. Show me. You show me looking at like cards or like pictures or whatever. Like a photograph. Yeah, like a photograph. Like a photograph. Okay. And uh, he, let's just talk about this for a second. I've heard this in the past. Photographs are like a portal because it's literally right. space and time that's been captured on paper or on it's a screen. Because. It's what? A different form of math. It's a different form of math because, of course, Right now, we're looking at ones and zeros on a screen, and it's we're like this square root of pi kind of thing. Oh, square root of pi. So it's like a very difficult math. However, if we want to talk to you, let's say, take out a picture of you. Yeah, or a movie. Take, or a movie. And instead of talking about you in the past tense and sadness of missing you, Talk about you in present tense. I did do a lot of other movies. <laughs> you don't have to like think of me as a joker. He goes, No, that's true. And they, uh, that one, um, I can't think of those. Back, his... Broken Back Mountain or Back Mountain. Yeah, Broke Back Mountain. Very good. 
And there was also the one where you were, I think it's the first night or something like that. You were a knight and uh, the uh, the director, um, somebody from LMU Film School uh, wrote and directed that one. I'll Thank think you. of it in a second. I can't believe I have to go. Oh, we're gonna have to go. Okay, I can't look that up. All right, so listen, Christopher, any last words that you wanna say? I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, we just hadn't talked to Heath before. But you're Nothing always welcome. Ever is bad. That's why he gave that song again. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Okay. Right. Nothing is ever bad. Is that correct? No, it's only bad when you put something to it. So a lot of times we pick up things that are not ours. They're not like we have people that are in pain. There's a lot of people in pain right now. I know this from a lot of people. Your work, yeah. Work. It's been a little bit crazy right now but um he says that there's but with yourself remind yourself it's not you it's not you that's in, like it's not you that's in pain and in order in order to help the planet you need to show the love for everybody that is in pain but you don't have to take it on because then you let go of the pain and focus on the love and what about heath is any last words you'd like to say don't get into character. Be your own character. Brilliant. Don't get into character. Be your own character. And Thank Luana, our moderator, anything anything you want to say to us? <laughs> they all like screamed at love, love. <laughs> love, love, which we heard from Robin Williams. Thank you so much, class. Thank you so much, Jennifer. What a treat. Uh, I'm hoping we're going to see you next week. And this is our Thanksgiving anniversary episode we, yes. it's a little bit after thanksgiving I, I chased you i like looked you up i'm like this is in santa monica that's not far i'm like how would you like i'm like i'll donate my time you're like yeah i'm not gonna do it and they're like wait a second you work with law enforcement by the way just for the record i am so proud of my agents i worked with them they took out 450 pounds of pills with fentanyl. They, wow. it, I am so proud of them. That's great. Um, I, it's all like look it up on the FBI list. They didn't. They did in LA. Um, good, good for you. They took out pill pressers. I'm telling you, everybody needs to have those cans around them. Like Nor, what are they called? Narcan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Not for myself, but for any like, no one should have to. I on Tuesday I had seven appointments. Three of those appointments were with people that died from fentanyl, and it was Xanax. Two of them were Xanax related. Just taking wow. a Xanax. I'm telling you this because I want you guys to know, like, please, please, if you're thinking it's bad, don't do it. Like, don't. Do if it, it might be bad, especially if it's not from. Um, but at the same time, have a have the Norcan or whatever that stuff is called. You can get it at Walgreens, get it at any store. It's like After 50 bucks. Talk to your kids. Ask your kids if they put emojis on, could they get drugs? Because they can't, like, talk to your kids about it. Very good. And anyway. Anyway, I know you got to go. We appreciate right. you. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Love, love. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschafer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.